Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. Good Friday morning, everybody. This is Issel and Louie on ESPN 680 105.7. We appreciate you spending part of your day with us. And the first hour of the show is brought to you by KentuckyTourism.com. Louie, you were a busy man yesterday. I got a problem with you, Dan. We, we what? Have, we have a problem. We have a personal issue that we need to sort out on the air. I got a problem with you. Um, okay. I think it's pretty serious. So you're, you're, you're a decent person, and you come on. The podcast last night to talk ponies with me, and and the show was called what, Dan? Uh, Horse Racing Happy Hour. Okay, so Dan's on the Horse Racing Happy Hour last night with me, Avery. So we had our six-month anniversary show earlier this this month, and I drink a Budweiser at 10 in the morning. Dan comes on the show on the happy hour in the evening last night and tells me he's doing dry January, sorry, no Budweiser tonight. I mean, Dan, if you, if you don't appreciate the gimmick of the show, I mean, you need to tell me ahead of time. You embarrass me in front of tens of people. <laughs> well, I, I, I guess I guess I have to apologize for that. But you were smoking one of those stinking cigars. You're damn right. And there is no way you'll ever get me to do that. I'd never asked you to do that. <laughs> oh, man. No, that was fun. That, show, that show's always fun. There you go. Yeah, but you were out selling yesterday. You were doing your podcast. You were a busy, busy man. Having fun, man. Yep. Having fun. Yeah. There you go. All right. Do you love today's show sheet or what? Uh, It's it's pitiful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so obviously we have to open here with with Kyle Tucker sort of burying the lead that Calipari has already raised $30 million in private funding, mostly from his former players to build a practice facility that Mitch Barnhart won't even let him plan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Well, we've talked about that. I mean, that that relationship, if there ever was one, uh, it doesn't exist anymore. They don't even talk to each other. They they you know how they talk to each other, Louie? through press conferences. That that's how they talk to each other. So, no, that you know, whatever in my mind whatever is fixable with this UK basketball program, the relationship between the athletic director and the head coach is not one of them. Is this at the point where one of them needs to no longer be on campus? Well, I, 
I, I don't know. I, I know who I choose if I had to choose one of them, I, I think, and it's pro- and it's probably not the one most people would choose right now. But. I don't know that that's true. I actually think um, I think there's legitimate groundswell after because what happens is there's conjecture, and then people make decisions based on conjecture, and then when there's a number like this that clearly, you know, was was fed to Tucker. Right, I mean, clearly, you know, this was this was fed to the to, to Tucker from Cal's camp, right? If that number is real, and you have an AD saying, "No, we're not going to build that facility. You can't even start the planning." When he didn't go to, and I'm using their name because their name is on the current facility, he didn't go to the Crafts. He didn't go to someone who gives to Kentucky sports in a broad sense. He went to former players who he helped become millionaires and billionaires, right? Yep. Isn't that what you're supposed to do when you help people? You yep. you go to the people that you've helped, and they help yep. you, right? Yep. Well, we, we said at the time, when this came out, uh, that Cal was going to go ahead, even though uh, all of the uh, athletic money seems to be going to the football department now, uh, and that they have, I think, it was, I think it was Kyle who said, they have been basically, the football department has basically been hired a blank check. Yes. And, and so... When, when this first came about, that he was getting no support from the university to build this practice facility and that he was going forward with the plans, I think we said at that time, you know, I mean, Cal, Cal with a few phone calls could wait, raise enough money to build the practice facility. No, and obviously he has. And, yeah. You know, the other part of this that is interesting is Barnhart, I don't know what he thinks he's protecting. But if Cal took the, the Wisconsin job, I'm just using it as an example. Do you think his players would go back and work out Lexington in the summer or would they work out in Madison in the summer? Mm-hmm. In Madison, mm-hmm. no question. Yeah, no. no. And, and all that money would just go straight to Madison. Like, no, no ifs, ands, or buts, that's what would happen. And, and so I just, I don't, I don't understand it. What do you, th- other than being petty, what is the motivation here for Barnard? I, I, that's a, that's a great question, but I, I will say that it's starting to look like not only with Stoops, but with the hire for the, for the women's basketball program, uh, for the hire of the baseball coach, it's starting to look like we're hiring personalities. We're hiring people that are like thinkers to me instead of people who can really grow these programs. I mean, the baseball program at Kentucky used to be very good. The women's basketball at Kentucky used to be pretty good. Um, I, I don't think you can say that now. So, What do you, what do you mean by hiring like-minded people? What does that mean? Uh, people that don't have, you know, personalities like Cal – I mean, it's easy if you're the athletic director and and you think you think that you're the basketball program and you have Cal as a coach that goes out the window very quickly. And I don't think and I know they're minor sports compared to men's basketball and and football, but you know you don't have anybody in any of these other jobs whose personality is running over the top of Mitch Barnhart like Cal's is. Is this a something that's been festering? You think with the you know the greatest night in Kentucky basketball history at the draft, and you know those sorts of statements where, you know, I'm 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 
not worried about banners. And then, of course, you responded to that sound pretty famously on these airwaves. Um, is it that kind of stuff? Do you think it's just years and years of hearing, you know, if I take care of the kids, they'll take care of the program? No, that's part of it. Okay. That's part of it. But, but I mean, if even if you're a behind-the-scenes, uh, not not rah-rah, in-your-face kind of guy like, like Mitch is, isn't, then, but you still would like to, if there's success at the basketball program, wouldn't you still like to have, uh, you know, a small amount of credit for that? I mean, you, Mitch Barnhart and the basketball program have no connection whatsoever. Do you hear anybody going to Mitch and asking him about comment for the basketball program? No. 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 But, yet, but yet, if he has to defend his football coach... He has a meandering, wandering 40-minute press conference trying to do it. <laughs> so Kyle Tucker was on with uh, Bobby V yesterday because everyone You know, the one thing, we, we, we need to work with Kyle. Ky- Kyle is a media guy. He has to know, Louie, what sound bites are. <laughs> we, got, we got some f- three- and four-minute sound bites on one question from Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Cut it down a little bit, buddy. He likes that sound of his own voice for sure. Um, the, uh, you know, he was on with Bobby V yesterday because everybody just copies this show at the station, and so he, um, you know, he's on and Bobby. Bobby did a great job of getting him to spill more and more beans, and then um, their power just went out at Bob's house. He was doing the show from home, and so we lost Bob. And uh, I think Tucker just hung up the phone and, and left. And uh, I think he was about to say something slightly more inflammatory. Um, toward the end, but uh, you know we have a bunch of sound from uh, from Kyle here uh, uh, from uh, Bob's interview yesterday. I, um, you know, let's do two B here um, that Andy just sent us. Uh, appreciate uh, Sweezy sending in some of the extra sound um, on top of the stuff that was already cut. But um, this is uh, Mitch taking sides. You know, I, I found that to be really telling because it 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 it, it to me really highlighted the broken nature of the relationship between the AD and the basketball coach at Kentucky. And that, I mean, that's, that's a terrible place for them to be as a, as a department, the AD and the basketball coach at Kentucky aren't on speaking terms. I mean, that's just, that's a crazy situation. I mean, you said it, they don't talk and uh, no, it's no, and, and, pretty public. And, yeah. and what's, what's really amazing about all of these sound bites that we have from Kyle is he covers uh, just about all of the questions that we have had about this program, Louie. He, ta- he talks about the assistance. He talks about game planning. Uh, he, he talks about the relationship with, with, with uh, Cal and, and, and Barnhart and the relationship with Stoops and Cal. I mean, he, he covers uh, – I, I wish I had heard the interview yesterday – because he covers all of the what we see as problems that we have brought up before. I don't know if this is part of this clip, but let's do the, the Tucker one, the bottom one, um, about staffing here, 47-second clip there, uh, about staffing and uh, what the help is that uh, Cal's getting. He's not getting a lot of help from his staff. It, it's pretty apparent to me that the game planning uh, and, and the, the scouting is lacking because just look at how they start games against good teams. They start almost every game against good teams. And then the other night against a bad, very bad South Carolina team, 
in the hole. And then the opposing coach comes in and talks about what they scouted and what they saw and how they saw they could uh, take apart Kentucky and ha- and then and how they did it exactly according to plan. And you know, I think when you see that time and time again, it's hard not to point to preparation and say, "What's what's going on here? These guys don't look like they are prepared. They don't look like they've watched the other team. The other team clearly looks like they've watched Kentucky." You know, I. It- he goes on in a different clip to say that the people doing the scouting are the video coordinator and his assistant. Right, right. What? <laughs> what? I have two follow-up questions to that. Number one, what what are we doing? This is Kentucky basketball, number one. And that's a I, – I don't want to be over the top with it, but, man, that's a fire with cause kind of offense. That's terrible. You're not even giving the guys a chance if you're doing that. Well, and Louie, who's been saying for a month and a half that the other team is ready to play Kentucky and Kentucky's never ready to play the other team? Yeah, this show. I mean, that, that, you don't – you do that. You do stuff like that when you play Duquesne and Yale. You go out and you say, I played for a coach like that. Doug Moe with, his, with our passing game – that was that was his. He never watched. He didn't watch a minute of film. He, his stance was: we're going to go out and we're going to run the passing game, and they can't stop us if we do it right. And that that attitude doesn't work today. Nate Oates cut them up like uh, like a boat captain filleting the fish you just caught. I mean, he that. That ought to go. You ought to. You ought to take that game, and write a book about how to expose the other team's weaknesses. And I don't see any of that coming from the Kentucky camp. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you're right. Not at all. It's okay. My second follow-up question is: Where did Kenny Payne learn to coach? Well, uh, I'm, I'm guess I'm guessing. Where did he learn answer, to put together a game plan? He learned I, it from I'm John guessing, Calipari. I'm guessing the answer is Kentucky. Okay. Is there any chance that kind of crap is happening over here too? Uh, could be, but we'll never know because Louisville doesn't have enough talent to implement any game plan. Uh, so we won't know that until Kenny gets better players. But he could be he could be the best prepared coach in the whole wide world, and this roster couldn't carry it out. It, so it, it would further explain, though, my comment either yesterday or the day before that it, it it is less surprising to me looking back on it that they played one of their best offensive games against Syracuse because Syracuse doesn't show you multiple. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No. That that's fair. That and, that that's absolutely fair. I mean, if this is if this is the approach of high level. I mean, Dan, come on. I mean, this is – I mean, even when you were playing and there wasn't a huge access to video and different things, you were still doing some kind of preparation, right, based on the other team, yeah? Well, or, we – yeah, we had a, a very primitive scouting report. It was basically, uh, you know, as you say, you didn't watch any film or, or, or they were just starting. That part of the game was just coming into play. Sure. But we still – you would go over individuals 
and what those individuals like to do, the plays they like to run. Uh, you know, even even in that antiquated period, we did things like that. All right. So, what's more surprising, a video coordinator doing the scouting or thirty million dollars being together and Barnhart just saying, "No, you, you can't even plan it." Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I can't I can't say one's one and one's one a, but uh, there there's a lot of stuff going on there that doesn't make any sense. And another point that Kyle makes in his piece, uh, uh, you know, using the staff is that, you know, Cal kind of panicked a couple of years ago when he thought he wasn't getting the top recruits anymore, but. You know, these guys are going. These guys aren't going. I mean, it's it's nice to have those relationships. These guys aren't going to Kentucky because of Coach O and Chin. They're going to Kentucky because of Cal. And and Mike Mike even made this point that he thought Cal took a, a step back as far as recruiting was. But you know, Cal got rid of all those assistants and brought in people that he thought he could recruit. And I think what we're finding out is, eh, yeah, yeah, they can recruit. But the, the number one recruiter is still John. And, and he has lost. And I don't know, are you familiar with this? Is his name Roddick? That, that's a name. Robic, yeah. That, Robic. That's a name I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, I, I guess he was really behind the scenes. But it sounds like, you know, Cal is really missing his X's and O's. Uh, I I don't, you know, it looks like it looks like that Kentucky tried to fix a lot of things that really weren't broken. Yeah. So John Robick was uh, the assistant in uh, for the 2012 team. That was the was the you know the greaseboard guy. He was the the X's and O's. And um, I I don't know if it's a I don't know if this is a Kyle Tucker thinks Robic is great thing or if this is a glory days looking back kind of thing. Does that make sense? Where, you know, oh, this is the team we had 10 years ago as far as our coaching staff. We have to recreate something like that because it worked 10 years ago. Yeah. And so I just I, I just don't know. But I, I no Robic is, is kind of widely known as, um, you know, one of those guys that followed Cal forever. UMass, Memphis, Kentucky. Um, is a Larry Brown guy, that kind of stuff. So, you know, he, he has that reputation of being, you know, sort of the brains behind the, the Cal operation. When he and, I, and I think the point that Kyle made was that he was the man in charge of putting the scouting report together. Correct. When he was there. Correct. Yeah, well, there's no, I mean, you know, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Uh, you know what's, you know who's skating in all of this? <laughs> The guys that are actually on playing. the floor playing yeah. basketball, yeah, you know, nobody. We're we're blaming Cal, and we're blaming Barnhart, and we're blaming the assistants, and we're blaming PV because he's not there anymore. And you know, the people that are actually playing the games seem to be, uh, uh, you know, lost in all of this. It is very good timing for that, right? It's it's a lot like what we're what you see in politics. So. Uh, you know, pretty famously right now, the Republicans are, are putting together a bill to abolish the IRS. Dan, why are they doing that right now? Uh, well, I don't know if they're going to. Are they trying to abolish it or are they just uh, trying to keep the IRS 
from hiring 80,000 new agents to pester either the, way, the United either States. Either way, why do you do that right now? The answer is because it'll never go through the Senate and it'll never get signed by the president. This is when you write whatever the hell you want and distract people because you know and, and, and do things that are very popular because you know that there's no chance that things are going to pass. Everyone hates the IRS. It's the easiest thing to do. Everyone hates the IRS. We're going to simplify the tax code. Well, you know who's not going to like that? Rich people who know how to use their tax code. <laughs> like that's who's not going to like it. <laughs> and so, of course, that this is the time that you do that, right? When when the economy sucked and the war in Iraq was going poorly, George Bush started talking about going to Mars. That's what this feels like. The players on the court stink. himself, himself, or the, or the space program. <laughs> no, he's rich. He's going to send somebody else. Yeah, right. Um, no, it's a. Uh, it's it's the same thing here, it feels like. Like, this is the time for Cal to leak all of this stuff to Tucker so that it becomes a talking point so that no one's looking at the players. Yeah. Well, he, he if that was the game plan, he's at least succeeded there. So, All right, this is Islam Lou. We're taking you up until noon, Fast Break Friday. Uh, Paul Rogers and Bobby V at noon here on 680-1057. Tell, tell, our, tell people about our friends at Barron's Pizza. Our friends at where? Barano's Pizza. Oh, yeah. I, I almost <laughs> forgot him. Dang. I almost forgot about that. I tried to reset the show. Just as as a matter of fact, I can't even find Oh, here we go. <clears throat> we want to thank George and the Barano's team for bringing lunch by the ESPN studios today. Barano's has you covered for all of the big events this weekend. They're your spot for all Louisville men's and women's basketball games and concerts at the Yum Centers right across the street. Carry out, delivery, or dine in. 14 area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that good bear nose pizza. And a reminder, we are uh, through uh, college football, so we are getting more and more college basketball in our air. Illinois, Michigan State from Champaign. Urbana-Champaign tonight, 845 on 680, 105.7 and on the app as well. A little Big Ten basketball in our air tonight driving around um so the teams uh so we got all the you know this got this rift at uk both of the teams around here are not playing well um uk a nine percent chance to win on the matchup predictor L a seven percent chance i would flip those right now i think with, uh, with unc injuries and i the think game being i here, think they're both high yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which team do you think keeps it closer on Saturday? Well, I guess since Louisville's playing at home, Kentucky's playing on the road, there's a chance that North Carolina's best player won't play. Uh, uh, North Carolina is struggling just like last year. In fact, Louis, that that has become now uh, the the great um, – comparison to Kentucky basketball this year is North Carolina last year. They had a similar record. They were getting blown out by teams, and then they wind up going to the finals. So that's that's what uh, that's what Kentucky can hang their hat on, that North Carolina did it last year. Um, but, you know, they seem to be struggling. So I, I, I'll, I'll say Louisville keeps it closer than Kentucky does. Man. Yeah. Not, it's not good, Dan. What's what say you? <laughs> Same thing. It's just not good, Dan. Oh man. You know, we we talked yesterday. There's uh, there there's uh, on the show sheet here. You have the hey Blake uh, Baker. Get off the text line. Try to do a show here. Get off the text line. Sheesh. Go ahead, Dan. 
Oh, what's Blankenbaker talking about? Uh, it says, hey, Dan, on the text line, tell Blank he can't make fun of you putting mustard in chili until he pays up on his bets. And then, Oh, that's at, a good one. At, I like that at one. At 1021, Blank responds, I paid my bet to Dan. Get off the text line, Blankenbaker. This, give us two hours. Give us two hours. There's 24 hours in the day. Just give us two hours. Back, go back to Santa Claus. Leave us alone for two hours. Come on. Stop it. I'd love, I'd love to hear Blank's take on, uh, <laughs> on Lamar Jackson joining the witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> unstable knee, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that might not be the only thing that's unstable. <laughs> I mean, any, anybody who represents himself in today's professional landscape, there, hey. A little tidbit on Monday morning, moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, I know. Uh, they're, uh, <laughs> oh, I know. The athletic, the athletic, you know, in, in competition to Joe Lenardi on ESPN, the athletic came out with their uh, latest uh, brackets. And as I said yesterday, there is not a single U. Uh, a Kentucky school in the NCAA tournament. Not one. Uh, that's not good. It is not. <laughs> that's, that's what we're living in. If you search Louisville, you do, um, you do get um, a, you do get a hit because Louisville's hosting the South region. <laughs> so at least Louisville's yeah. in this article. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Diener likes your uh, Lamar Jackson in the winter, witness protection program uh, line there. That's good. Um, I yeah no, it's it's not good. Is Indiana still in this thing? Uh, oh, they are. I think an yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, this area stinks. Oh man, this area stinks. Texts are pointing out that Heinz yellow mustard has no calories. Dan knows what he's doing. There you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you, and I, we, also, there's an old wives' tale. <laughs> That that mustard is good for your blood pressure, and I have never, never had anything approaching high blood pressure, even at, even at my age. I think I think uh, I think Prime takes about three different medications for her blood pressure, and I've never had high blood pressure. And I give all the credit to French's. I uh, I don't know why you're taking shots at your wife, but. Um, that's not a shot. To be fair that's to her, a, she has to be married truth. to you. That's where the blood pressure comes from. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe. <laughs> that's, that's, Maybe. That's, a, that's a half century of, of blood pressure issues, man. Come on. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so uh, we'll take a break here. Uh, other side, I do want to get into this, this NIL deal in Florida that fell through. Is this unbelievable? It's the future, man. And what then, What is... <laughs> college athletics coming to and i, I mean <laughs> we're doing it now okay <laughs> this guy this guy wasn't <laughs> he wasn't even in the top 25 he's like the 63rd uh rated uh college uh, high school football player what are we doing louie we'll get there his name is and who <laughs> are we letting do it that's the that's the bigger <laughs> question we're letting, we're letting some guy down at Fred's Pawn Shop offer kids millions of dollars. Oh, What's going on here? 
Oh, his name's Jane Rashada. We will get to that. A four-star uh, quarterback out of uh, Pittsburgh, California. I was going to head to Florida. We'll get to that story. Warren's, Imagine what they'd pay if he was a five-star. Warren leaving the Big Ten commissioner job for the Bears president job. We'll get into that. Um, and I am interested in, uh, Dan, I added this to the show sheet late. They're putting robot umps in AAA games in 2023. And... Uh, you and I will have to have a discussion about this. I, I railed against a quick, or excuse me, against instant replay the other day. We'll see how I come down on robot ops. We'll do it on the other side here on six eighty one hundred five. This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rabot is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. And welcome back. This is Issel and Louis. And as the man with the big voice just told you, this hour of the show is brought to you by Kentucky Tourism. When you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than home. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground, this is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. It's never too early to plan that summer vacation and to get all of the great places you can visit in the Bluegrass State. Just go to KentuckyTourism.com. All right, so a little production on the fly here. I have gotten a request, and we are going to do it at 11 o'clock. Dan Issel will read Lamar Jackson tweets. Sound good? Oh, you even put it on here for don't, me. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Okay. All right. Because he, okay. he put out some tweets last night um, that are very cogent and um, intelligent and well-written. There's, a, there's, there's appropriate punctuation. Lots of those things. Well, and you, and you know he had to send it out because he has no agent. So this had, this had to come from him. Obviously. And so yeah. um, we, will, we yeah. will do that at 11 o'clock. Dan will read. Um, he will read Lamar Jackson tweets. We'll do picks without Terrific. Pat. Terrific. And then at 1130, we'll have picks without Pat. We'll and, without uh, Pat. you know, given my track record, you certainly don't want to miss that. Fade that like, like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky's <laughs> over their last five covering dance. Like, oh, yeah, they'll cover that. No problem. Yeah, 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 got it. No problem. I love it that we do this show. No, it's great because it, it shows you're still a fan, which is, which, is, which is great. Because we do the show and you're like, oh, this is terrible. This sucks. I don't know. No, no, they'll, they'll, they're, they're fine. They'll beat South Carolina by 25. They're fine. Yeah, yeah, but I won't make that mistake anymore. Yeah, we'll see. Because I assume <laughs> by saying by saying Kentucky would, would cover the 23 and a half or whatever it was, uh, 20, I think, I assumed that the players in the Kentucky uniforms had heartbeats. Uh, and that was a bad assumption on my part. So I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> well, there you go. I – um. So a couple of things on here. Which which story is more interesting to you, the NIL story or the um... the NIL story? Oh, that's the most that's it. the most interesting thing on this whole page. All right. Okay, so go ahead. This is uh this is about uh, the, the Florida Gators, with Co- uh, Billy Napier, and and all those folks, uh, and then Jaden Rashada, the four star quarterback from Pittsburgh, California, the number fifty six overall prospect in the class here uh, for twenty twenty three. Uh, Dan, take it away. Well, here you have to start with the very beginning, and that is that Florida has more than one collectives. They've they've got they've got something uh, that is called the Gator Collective, 
<clears throat> which is basically it was launched by a former Florida baseball player. And that's that collective is basically, hey, you know, if you're a Florida fan, send us some money and so we can pay these kids to come here and, and play. Uh, there's also a lady involved by the name of Jen Grosso, a Gator Jen is her Twitter <laughs> handle. Gator Jen. And she holds a finance and law degree from the University of Florida. Then there's a real collective, and this one is headed up by a guy named Harthcock, and, and he has pledged $12.5 million to the athletic department. And in April, they launched Gator Guard. And uh, they've got some real money people. Uh, and this would be, it, 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 to me, this would be, Louis, like you and I starting a UK collective and saying, um, you know, we've got a Go a GoFundMe account. Uh, and, and, and then somebody comes behind us that has real money and, <laughs> op- and, and, and opens up one with millions and millions of dollars in it. Right. Well, evidently... Now, you have to follow this. Pay attention. E- evidently, the, uh, Pay attention. <laughs> evidently, the Gator Collective, oh, yeah. the, the one that had 14 cents in it, told this kid they were going to pay him $13 million in NIL money oh, yeah. to come. And if you read between the lines, what happened was uh, they didn't have $13 million. <laughs> and so the kid, the kid has, I mean, he has flip-flopped all over. He, he, um, he originally, last June, committed to Miami. Then in November, he and the Gator Collective came to terms on a $13 million NIL deal. Uh, and, and, you know, the kid, obviously the kid's all in. A high school kid going to make $13 million? You know, give me my uniform. So he attends his first game when they beat South Carolina. But on December 7th, uh, Rojas, who is in charge, sends a termination letter on the $13 million contract. Uh, again, because they didn't have $13 million. And so that has delayed this kid. Now, if you were an 18-year-old kid, which I'm assuming this guy is, and somebody offered you $13 million to come to their school, uh, you'd be all in, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. And then, the school, and then the school sends you... No, 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 no. Excuse me. I almost made a huge mistake there. I said... The, I was going to say the school. No, no, no. The Gator Collective sends you a, a termination letter on your $13 million. So it, it looks like... You know, we've got some people that aren't very well funded, aren't very well connected, and have nothing to do with the school or Coach Napier out there guaranteeing kids $13 million. This is the biggest joke. I mean, if, if, if this show if this doesn't show you that college athletics is completely out of control, <laughs> I don't know what would. So uh, how many more of these stories do you think we start hearing? Oh, um, that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, what what really, what what should have happened here is that the University of Florida, the minute they caught wind 
that there was a collective out there being organized, and certainly they had to know this was being organized. I, the first thing you would have to do, in my mind, is you would have to go to the collective and say, hey, we need to work together on this. And, and you know, you can't be out there just running wild and free and, and, and writing checks that your butt can't cash. <laughs> and, 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 but evidently, they just let them go. And if that's happening around college athletics, then I think we're going to hear a bunch of stories like this. Yeah, no, I, I think this is absolutely at least the next couple of years of this, if not more. And I also wonder how mo- how often this used to happen under the table. Just well, where guys, yeah. you know, a booster would make you know a promise, and then you know you get to campus, he's like, "What? What money?" You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a great Simpsons episode where they they decide they need to get away from America because the IRS is sniffing around, and uh, they fly to Cuba. They, fly, they decide they're going to fly and, and just buy an island. And they go, ooh, there's a big one. And they crash land in Cuba. And uh, <laughs> one of the characters has a, a trillion-dollar bill, and he shows it to Fidel Castro. And he goes, okay, now give me the money back. And Fidel goes, what money? I imagine that's what happens to a lot of these kids. It's like, yeah, come to campus. I'll get your car. And the guy's like, oh, great. Hey, I'm here. Can I get my car? What car? <laughs> or car? even or even worse, yeah. he gets a car and he stinks and they come yeah. and get it back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, that's definitely happening now, right? I mean, where there are guys getting huge NIL money in this state and the basketball teams are a combined, you know, 12 and 23 or whatever it is. It's so it's just not good. Oh, man. But, no, I thought that story was pretty remarkable. It, no. It detailed it very it, well, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it, it's amazing. And and I'm really going to follow this now to see if, indeed, this kid, because according to his father, he, uh, he, he, he told the athletic his son has not filed for a release from Florida yet. So I, I, I'm guessing – you know they're they're going to say yeah we'll we'll come we're, we don't want out of our we don't want to release we'll come as as soon as you show us the money. There you go. All right. Well, I have several uh, Lamar Jackson tweets that I have put together um, so that you can read those at eleven o'clock. Remember, come back at eleven o'clock. Stay with us uh, as as Dan Issel will take you through the Twitter timeline of one Lamar Jackson, uh, who Dan described as being in the Lamar Jackson Witness Protection Program. These are good, man. I can't wait to hear you do these. These are going to be great. <clears throat> no, I, I'm uh, I'm excited because I'm a Bengals fan, and I think without Lamar Jackson, <laughs> well, even at this point, Lamar Jackson hadn't had a, a, a uniform on. He hadn't practiced. He hadn't seen the. You football could make a serious case since the, December four that the Bengals are playing the best football in the AFC right now. I mean, you right, could, you could absolutely right. make that case. And, it has nothing without, to do with Lamar Jackson. Without, and here's the sad thing. This guy, Louie, when he's healthy, is one of the top five quarterbacks in, in the league. Would you agree with that? He's at least I mean, in that conversation, yes. He, he's, won, he's won an MVP. Yes, correct. Yep. He's, 20, he's 25 years old. Um, you know, and maybe he just thinks, uh, get me out of Baltimore. There's going to be 20 teams out there that will pay me, pay me what I'm worth. Um, but, you know, the, the guy in, in uh, Arizona – Murray, he got paid. Yep. Is he is he as good as Lamar Jackson? Well, good question. Uh, Deshaun Watson got paid. Is he as good as as Jackson? Yes, but he's a bigger, way bigger scumbag. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if if 
if he if Zach Prescott is better than Lamar. What do you think about that? I I would probably rather have Lamar. Yeah. 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 And so but but please Lamar get somebody, you know. <laughs> when you're talking about uh, 250 million dollars, 3% you know, that's you can find that in your couch. Go hire an agent. <laughs> Because I'll, I'll tell you what happens during during negotiations in a situation like this. Things get said that you really don't mean on sure. both sides. Things get said that you really don't mean, but you're trying to make your point. You're trying to out-negotiate the other guy. If you're representing yourself, you hear those things from the other side, Louie. Right. And, there, and there is no way that can't affect your relationship with the team. So forget about the money. Forget about an agent will be able to negotiate about. Forget about all that. An agent keeps you insulated from, you know, what the Ravens are going to say that they think your downfalls are and what and why you're not worth that much money. And for that reason alone, he should have an agent. There you go. All right. Well, he's Dana Slime Blue Rebo hanging out with you until noon. Fast break Friday here on 680-1057 uh, with Bobby V. <laughs> And uh, Paul Rogers following us. Reminder, too, that we are your home for all things Louisville across the hall there at 93.9. Back in action Saturday, they host North Carolina, 1230 pregame, 2 o'clock, play-by-play against North Carolina. Around 430, you'll get the the beautiful tones of Taylor Lynch. Uh, all by himself, he actually gets to talk. No Mark Blake and Baker in the way. Um, and that's the Coors Light postgame show all that Saturday on your home for the Cars in 93.9. And the ESPN Louisville. And, and, and Louis, I heard on the promo there that uh, on Fast Break Friday, they're going to have Mark's story. How about that? Did he? Did Did you know he went to North Harden High School? Uh, you know, I, I I can't think of anything more important about a sixty year old man than where he went to high school. I, it's just it's way up there. Um, I, I and especially a, a, an institution of the level of a North Harden High School, it is important that every single person who clicks on the Herald Leader understand the, the gravity of that decision that he made to attend the school that was in the district in which his parents had purchased a home. Um, that's... But hey, yeah, a little fast break Friday. There you go. How about that? Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, um, robots, umpires, go. Uh, you know, this, this was a late addition. Yeah. This was, this was a game-time decision. <laughs> and, 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 I, and and to be honest, to be honest with you, um, I I have not read this, but if they're going to set up an electronic strike zone uh, in the AAA parks uh, this year, I don't like it. I mean that that that's part of that's part of the fun of watching an athletic event, and that is to see how many times the official can screw up. And so, you know, I, I, I'm against all, uh, going to the replay monitor every 15 seconds. Uh, and I, I, I guess this is different, Louie. But come on, let the let the umpires call a ball and a strike. And if they miss it, they miss it. But I, no, I don't like this at all. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, I brought this up the other day when we were talking about uh, instant replay and sort of the, the it was the, the passing of the man who, who had essentially introduced replay to the NFL and we're okay with human mistakes 
on the playing side, but we're not okay with human mistakes on the officiating right. side. Right. And but I'm a little bit of a hypocrite here because I, I'm with you. I, I don't like this, but I'm, I'm starting to come around on not hating it. And the reason is is because I don't hate the instant replay in tennis or the one in hockey that tells you if the puck went over the line or not or in soccer that tells you if the ball went completely in the goal or not. Like, I actually don't hate those things. So why would I not like it in baseball? Yeah, I, I don't the know. The only I thing guess. that's interesting on top of it is, you know, what do you – if, do you still? I think you have to have an umpire back there anyway, right? Because sure, there'll be plays at home plate that 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 the uh, the strike zone monitor isn't going to be able to. Call. But there's also other stuff. There's balks. There's um, you know, there's there's foul tips. There's um, you know, catcher's interference. There's things that the, that you're still going to have to have a person back there for. So you know, we thought the the MLB players had a good union. Man, the minor league umpires are doing it. They don't have to do work. And they get to keep their jobs? This is a hell of a job by whoever's running that game. Now, now, let me ask you this, having not read this, having not yeah. read this story. Um, does, this, does the electronic uh, strike zone, does that, does that recalibrate giving the, the height of the player? Yes. Yes. Now, so because if I came to bat <laughs> and you came to bat, the strike zone would be a little different. Correct. Yes. And, and uh, you know, if you watch a major league game on TV now, they don't uh, – they have the box there, but the box stays the same no matter the size of the player. Does it not? Boy, I don't know the answer to that. But this this will recalibrate for the yeah, size. Yeah, because you can't have, player. like, Jose Altuve come up and, you know, a, a, a throat high – fastball counts as a strike because Barry Bonds came up before him or something like that. I'm just right. Saying, you know, right. Things, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so you've been, you've been tall for much of your life. When you, when you hang out with guys like me, do you think of me as short or is it just, you're so used to it that you don't even think about it? Yeah. You know, um, not for, for so the listening much. audience. I'm, I'm like high fives. I'm like five tens. Yeah. Uh, not so much short as incompetent. Text line coming down. Um, they'd love to see Lamar in San Francisco. Uh, text line is a... Uh, Wait a second. Wait a second. San Francisco's got a kid that's undefeated. <laughs> what do you mean you want to see Lamar in San Francisco? Plus, plus Dan likes his mom. You know, it's a thing. Um, so, uh, and then... Uh, electronic umpires are like the you scan at the grocery store taking away jobs it slow down the game even more man if it slows down the game I'm going to be super angry because with that pitch clock at, at minor league games it's actually a nice product so I I hope they're able to coordinate the whole thing because if they if they do slow those games down that'll be a shame frankly no they need to come up with every idea they can to speed the game up no question slow it yeah, no not question. slow it down so uh, three challenges a game um, to the system. I don't know why you would need that with a computer system. Yeah, but. how how are you gonna <laughs> how are you gonna challenge the system? I don't know. I don't know. I also, I mean, the other part of it is, especially like in tennis, like eventually you don't need lines people. I mean, that's gonna have to go away at some point because there's no excuse to get lines if you have that that level of detection going on in tennis, like you don't need people to be there then. I mean, frankly, right. it's dangerous, <laughs> you know, the ball can hit them or whatever and players are running around. So I think eventually, you know, that, that'll go away too. But I guess this has been, um, the, the challenge system has been used in some class a systems around baseball, but it's uh yeah, they're, they're 
it's amazing because when they want to try something, they just go straight to AAA, man. And and that's I mean that's it, it's gutsy. I mean it really is to to use that that high. Lamar to the Colts. They need a QB. <laughs> the big issue with the electronic strike zone coming down to the text line four three seven nine six eight UPS job text line is that it takes away the chess match strategy out of out of pitching. Yes, the pitcher knows the hot and cold zones of a batter, but they also rely on the hot and cold zones of the umpire to know how to use Absolutely. these areas. Same with, Absolutely. Same with the batter. The umpire tendencies are a huge part of every pitch for baseball. That is a, a great, great point. Very good text, and that is someone who does not yeah. text very often. That person has not texted this station since 2018. Huh. And I, so, sir, ma'am, very good text. Text it more often. Um, uh, texter, as a former college player, I used to be 100% against the computer strike zone, but I changed my mind because I've seen too many blown calls in key situations that have cost games for teams. Um, also, in every sport, I think all replays need to be 30 seconds long and the players can't go to the coaches. Yeah, you, that's one of those things you and I talked about. It's just a, a lot of times they're like, hey, can you go look at that out-of-bounds play? And it's just a, it's just a timeout. Um, no, that's, that's totally. all it is. Um, yeah, replay should be is. for the obvious missed calls, not for showing slowing down a play five times and blowing it up ten times. I'm, I'm with that guy. I, I think that there's – that's the one that bothers me. Do we really need to change the outcome of a game because the ball grazed the top of a fingernail of one guy? I mean, like, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Really bothers me. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my entire fantasy league all played college as well. We were all in agreement. That's interesting. I um, it, it's I get both sides of it. And so to the to the texture who texted in the part about the hot and cold of the umpire, man, I, I find that across the board with officiating. So, like, you know, in basketball, you knew which teams you could get away with a little more physical play in the lane, right? Sure. Like with certain officials, and, and I'm sure in the, in, the, in the Southeastern Conference, you would see the same dudes, you know, pretty often. That, and That knowledge kept me in the league probably five years longer than I needed to be. <laughs> sure. No, I think that, yeah, I, I, think that's a, I think it's a good, it's absolutely a good point. And so it's interesting um, text text right back in. I do listen every day, though. I, no, we appreciate it. It's obvious that you do because you don't go from 2018 to today and texting and not listen. So, no, really. Um, well, you, you know, what Dan you, and I say, by the way, real quick, what Dan and I say, we appreciate people hanging out. We mean it. That's great. We, we love it. We love the banter. This kind of stuff, especially when, when people bring intelligent, formulated arguments on both sides, I think is, is the best. So keep going. I'm sorry. And, and no, I, I was going to just say, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is the way to go. How in the world, given the technology available to us today, how in the world did you come up with that, the information that that texter hadn't texted in since 2018? Oh, we have timestamps on all of our texts? Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe a, a, a robot calling balls and strikes isn't a bad thing. <laughs> well, it I just mean, if, no, but if, the texture isn't wrong. The texture isn't wrong, but it, it also it does change the dynamic of baseball. And so for me, I don't know. He says, you know, the texture says it's the it's the big issue. I don't say I don't think what they're saying is it's a bad change. It's just a it's a monumental change that way, where you're taking that part of the human element out of it. And I totally agree with that. If you went to robots calling fouls in, in basketball, it would be very different than coaches working, you know, officials on the sideline and, you know, players getting in their ear and trying to understand what they're calling. And, I mean, some of my favorite videos, frankly, of, you know, of sports, of those little clips that you get to see are NBA players talking to officials. And the official's like, oh, come on, don't, don't, don't lie to me right now. I watch you. You hit him on the left arm, you know, whatever, right, you know. You know, just hey, don't don't bring your hand down when you're defending, and we weren't we're not we're not going to call it. You know, it's about the motion and you know that kind of stuff. And and 
it does take part of that out of the game, and that is a change, but it might be a good change too, where we get more things right so that it amplifies player mistakes rather than official mistakes, which is what the former player was talking about. Yeah, but to the texture's point, he's ab- uh, he or she is absolutely right because there is a book – on referees, oh, sure. just like there's a book on coaches and there's a book on players. No question. I mean, you can't tell me if a guy has, re- has umpired in the major leagues for a year and a half, you can't tell me everybody knows that if the ball is a- an inch outside, he's going to call it a strike. Or if it's on the corner, he's going to call it a ball. Everybody right. knows that, and, right. and that's part – that's part of the game. I mean, there there are NBA officials that I knew you could talk to. Uh, I there were NBA officials you could yell at, and there were NBA officials that if you raised your eyebrow, they were going to give you a technical foul, and and everybody knew it. So um, you know, I, I don't take that human element out of it. Yeah. I- so Armando Galarraga, Tigers pitcher, has that famously has his perfect game ruined by the Jim Joyce call at first base. Um, if if we had replay at the time, it would have been overturned and he would have gotten it. Would you remember Armando Galarraga had they overturned it and gotten the call right? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> That's the other part of it, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Texture yeah. pointing out it really hasn't affected tennis at all. They, they, they have gotten their replay system down so well and so quick that it is just now part of the game where a guy just raises a finger, they go to the replay, they play it, and um, – the only thing about the tennis one that's a little strange is that it's an animation. It's not actually a replay. And we all kind of just trust that the animation's right. <laughs> and we're talking like Australian Open, like which is going on right now. We're talking major tournaments, right? Like millions of dollars on the line. And we're like, yeah, this computer simulation is going to tell us if it was in or out. <laughs> that's pretty great. But um, it's, it's not terribly different than what we do in baseball. I mean, that's all that's all computer simulation when it comes back. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyways, reminder, uh, some programming here. Bellarmine back in action tomorrow. We are your home for Bellarmine basketball here on 680-1057. Doug Ormay. And uh, (laughs) what's what's his partner? Doug Ormay is on the side. Mark Bug. Thank you, Mark Bug. It says Doug Ormay and Doug Ormay. Man, Doug's going to be talking a lot. Uh, 345 uh, the tip off at four o'clock at Freedom Hall. I think I'm going to that game tomorrow. All right here on your home for the Knights. ESPN 680-1057 in the app. Louisville, Louisville women's basketball. Oh, Dan, last night. Oof. Woof. 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 Oof. Do we have anybody? Nobody's in, doing anything if, worth a damn on a hardwood yeah. floor in this state. It's terrible. <laughs> we needed walls to save us. We can't even get that. We cannot have nice things around here. Hey, oh. UK women stayed within 30 points in South Carolina last night. Stop. Maybe that's a... She's got it going a, down there, man. Holy moly. Oh, man. She She's... in. Women's basketball is better than when UConn was dominating and when Tennessee was dominating, and she's dominating like they used to. That's yeah. how good she is. She's no, she is that is. Staley? Is that her name? Dawn Staley? Yep. Yeah, Dawn yeah. Staley. Man, she is crushing yep. down there. All right, women's basketball at Florida State on Sunday, twelve thirty pregame with Nick Curran, one o'clock play by play. Of course, that's across the hall on ninety three nine. So it's tons of stuff going on. If you're driving around at all this weekend, we got you covered. Dan takes the break. We are going to get to your culture item of the week. Finally, become, come, become the culture item of the week. Finally, <laughs> this thing's got mold on it. It's been on the show sheet it's, so long. It's as old as Rome. Um. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to find out why. There you go. Oh. Hey, when you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than home. Hike, bike, battle.
paddlefish, or even venture deep underground, this is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your summer getaway today at KentuckyTourism.com. On the other end, Dan reads Lamar tweets. We do it next on 680-1057. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. They'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax. Your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit suedistracteddriver.com. <laughs> 